this is my Bible. I am what it says I am. I'm a believer. I'm not a doubter. Faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. I'm the head and not the tail. I'm above only. I'm not beneath. I'm blessed and cannot be cursed. I shall live and not die and declare the salvation of the Lord. No weapon formed against me shall prosper. My life is getting better after I've heard and done the word of the Lord. Lord, thanks for waking us up to see another day. This is the day that you have made, Lord. Allow me to teach the word, make it plain and share with love. I ask that I be a help and not a hindrance. In your name I pray. Amen. Good morning. Two of my scriptures are Colossians 4 and 2. Devote yourselves to prayer, being watchful and thankful. Mark 11 and 24. Therefore, I tell you, whatever you ask for in prayer, believe that you received it and it will be yours. My lesson title is The Power of Prayer. Prayer is an address, such as a petition to God in word. Prayer in the Bible is how believers of God talk to him, how we make our praise and requests known. God does listen to us when we pray. God wants us to communicate with him through prayer. Daily prayer can bless us, our family, and those we pray for. It can also invite more peace into our life, help us to learn more about God's plan for us. Here are 10 ways. Prayer can improve our life. Number one, prayer helps us develop a relationship with God. Our Heavenly Father wants to hear from us and talk to us. When we pray, he listens. When we pray, he listens. Then he answers our prayers in the form of thoughts, spiritual feelings, scripture, or even the actions of other people. Number two, prayer helps us gain an understanding of God's loving nature. The scripture teach. God is love, 1 John 4 and 8. We can feel the love as we, speak to, as we speak daily with him through prayer, seeking his guidance in our life. Three, prayer provides answers. Praying and listening to the answers God gives us can help us better understand our purpose in life. God will help us understand why we are here and what we can do. Four, prayer can help us find direction in our life. When we privately pray to God, we can work through serious decisions in our lives. God always listens and often provides the specific answers and guidance we seek. Even when he chooses not to answer immediately or in the way we might have hoped, prayer itself is a way to find peace. Five, prayer gives us strength to avoid temptation. Jesus spoke to his disciples saying, watch and pray that ye may not enter into temptation, Matthew 26 and 4. Through prayer, we can overcome temptations to sin. Pray for God's help to keep us from making wrong choices. This will give us the strength to do what is right. Number six, prayer aligns our will with God's will. The purpose of prayer is not necessarily to tell God how we want him to do things. It's to better understand him and his ways and bring ourselves in alignment with his will. Prayer doesn't change God, it changes us. Seven, prayer and regular fasting can help us accept God's will. Jesus fasted for 40 days and nights before he began his ministry on the earth. 
as he did this, he communed with his father in heaven in prayer. So if we pray and fast, we can feel closer to God and better understand the things he wants us to do. Number eight, prayer can work miracles. Throughout the scriptures, we see many examples of the Lord working miracles as an answer to prayer. Example, in Old Testament times, the prophet Daniel was thrown into a lion's den because he refused to stop praying. When he prayed to God in the lion's den, angels appeared and closed the mouths of the lions. Through daily prayer, we can also experience personal miracles such as healing, peace, and forgiveness for our sins. Number nine, prayer invites the Holy Spirit into our life. As we pray daily, we invite the Holy Spirit to be with us and to comfort and direct us. The Holy Spirit can give us answers, help us feel God's love, and bring feelings of peace and joy into our heart. Number 10, prayer can help us become more like Jesus. Jesus set the perfect example of prayer. If we try to follow his example through prayer, we will become more like him and develop a better relationship with him. Prayer gives us strength to avoid temptations. Again, Matthew 26 and 41 says, watch and pray that ye enter not into temptation. Through prayer, we can overcome those temptations to sin. Prayer for God's help to keep us from making wrong choices. This will give us the strength again to do what is right. Prayer is a solemn request for help or expressions of thanks addressed to God. There are five elements of prayer. Number one, worship and praise. Two, gratitude and thanksgiving. Three, confession and humility. Four, blessings and benedictions. Five, requests and supplications. Prayer is an act of communication with God. All relationships require communication. Our prayer is one central way we communicate with God. God calls us to prayer in order to develop and deepen relationships with him. First John 5 and 14, this is the confidence we have in approaching God, that if we ask for anything according to his will, he hears us. At times, we may fail to follow up on a promise to pray for someone because we may not be equipped with the knowledge of how we are supposed to pray. As believers who desire to live with intention and purpose, it's important that we learn how to pray well, both for our personal good and on behalf of our brothers and sisters. Jesus' example was praying to God boldly, believingly and fervently in the face of a wide array of afflictions. We ask God to teach us to pray boldly and believing in accordance with his will. We ask that he show us how to pray with reverent spirit that Jesus did. The potential of prayer. There is incredible power and potential in prayer. Through prayer, we invite the God of the universe into a situation and into our lives. Prayer changes things, but even more, prayer changes us. Through prayer, we have the opportunity to reach our full potential in Christ. The disciples said to Jesus, Lord, teach us to pray. As we grow in our prayer life, we become more alive and more engaged with what God is doing. None of us may be perfect at prayer, but as we take steps to grow spiritually in our prayer life, the impact is incredible. God will move mountains, and God will transform us into people of love, joy, and peace through prayer. Let's become people of prayer and a church that pray together. Why is prayer so powerful? Prayer is a mighty weapon at disposable 
of every man or woman who loves God and knows his son, Jesus Christ. Prayer also energizes the heart of a believer through the spirit, through the power of the spirit. Consistent prayer always releases the power of God's blessing on our life and circumstances. Here are 10 scriptures on prayer that teaches us how to pray with confidence and authority and how to use and apply them effectively when we pray. Number one, Matthew 6, 9 through 13, the Lord's Prayer or Our Father. And it says, this is how we should pray. Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name, thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our debtors as we forgive our debtors. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from, from the evil one. Like Sister Lisa would say, the evil one. This is also known as the Lord's Prayer or the Our Father. And it's one of the most famous prayers in the world. Jesus created this, this prayer to teach his disciples how to pray. This prayer is used in churches and in private prayers. There are different dimensions of prayer such as praising God, praying about our will, asking him to provide for our needs, asking for forgiveness, and also the grace to forgive others, help doing temptation and protection from evil. Number two, pray about everything, Philippians 4, 6 through 7. Do not be anxious about anything, but in everything, by prayer and petition, for thanksgiving, present your request to God. This was written by the Apostle Paul to the early church, members to encourage them to pray to God about anything and everything that troubled them. A straightforward way of praying where we are encouraged to present our requests to God with thankful hearts. God's ears and hearts are always open to hear about anything, big or small, that makes us anxious or worried. What may seem a small matter to someone else may be a big thing to us. God cares and he is listening. Number three, 1 John 5 and 14, God always hears. There is confidence we have in approaching God that if we ask anything according to his will, he hears us. John was one of the disciples, disciples who was closest to Jesus. Early church speaks of having confidence when we pray that God hears. We have to become close enough to God to know his will so we will be able to know when we ask for things, whether they line up with God's purpose for our lives and his kingdom. Number four, mount a moving prayer. Mark 11, 22 through 25. Have faith in God, Jesus said. I tell you the truth. If anyone says to this mountain, go throw yourself into the sea and does not doubt in your heart, but believes that what he says will happen, it will be done. Therefore, I tell you, whatever you ask in prayer, believe that you will receive it and it will be yours. And when you stand praying, if you hold any Thing against anyone, forgive him so that your Father in heaven may forgive your sins. Mountain moving prayer. We keep believing and praying in the face of what seems to be overwhelming obstacles. It points out the extreme necessary necessity of faith in believing that something will happen as a result of our prayers. Number five, private prayer in your prayer closet. Matthew 6, 6 through 8. But when you pray, go into your room, close the door, and pray to your father who is unseen. Then your father who sees what you've done in secret will reward you. And when you pray, do not keep on babbling like pagans, for they think they will be heard because of their many words. 
Do not be like them. Your father knows what you need before you ask. There is true prayer, and there is prayer that is done for, for show in public. Prayer closet is a place where a person can spend time with God alone. Prayers don't have to be too long. Number six, agreeing together in prayers with others. Matthews 18, 19 through 20. Again, I tell you that if two of you on earth agree about anything you ask for, it will be done for you by my Father in heaven. For where two or three come together in my name, there I am with them. There is power of prayer with a prayer partner or group. The power of prayer with others is a form of spiritual agreement in prayer. When several people are listening to God, listening for God's answers, being able to confirm or agree together in spirit that what they are each individually seeing is a means through which God works to confirm his will and direction for us. Number seven, healing prayer and the effectiveness of the prayer of the righteous. James 5, 13 through 18. Is any one of you troubled? He should pray. Is anyone happy? Let him sing songs of praise. Is any one of you sick? He should call the elders of the church to pray over him and anoint him with awe in the name of Jesus. And the prayer offered in faith will make the sick person well. The Lord will raise him up. If he has sinned, he will be forgiven. Therefore, confess your sins to each other and pray for each other so that you may be healed. The prayer of a righteous man is powerful and effective. Elijah was a man just like us. He prayed earnestly that it would not rain, and it did not rain on the land for three and a half years. Again, he prayed, and the heavens gave rain, and the earth produced its crops. The prayer of a righteous man is powerful and effective. I remember um, one time it was a, a member of the church, this was some years ago, became upset with pastor because pastor didn't call him. You know, they said they had been sick and pastor didn't call. And pastor was saying that you should call the elders of the church. You have to call. We just can't be these fortune tellers of mind readers and say, oh, let me call so-and-so because so-and-so is sick. So this is a good example of calling the elders of the church. If Even if you're unhappy, sing a song of praise in the the uh, book of Psalms is full of songs. Number eight, getting into the habit of praying. Luke 5, 15 through 16. Yet the news, the news about him spread all the more, so that many crowds of people came to hear him and to be healed of their sickness. But Jesus often withdrew to lonely places to pray. Sometimes in the middle of doing certain things, we forget. We tend to forget to all of our actions with prayer. Jesus himself, who was God's own son, needed to pray often in order to sustain his incredible ministry, which included healing many people. This verse also reminds us of the need to make prayer a regular habit so we can be continually refilled and rejuvenated with spiritual power. Develop a habit of praying. Number nine, the importance of the Holy Spirit to pray for us. Romans 8, 27 through 29. In the same way, the Spirit helps us in our weakness. We do not know what we ought to pray for. The Spirit himself intercedes for us with groans that words cannot express. And he who searches our heart knows the mind of the Spirit because the Spirit intercedes for the saints in accordance with God's will.
Paul points out that when we have trouble finding the right words, the Holy Spirit takes our efforts, reads our heart and intercedes on our behalf in a way that bypasses all understanding. The power of the Holy Spirit is crucial. The Holy Spirit searches our hearts and puts them in alignment with the mind of God. Number 10, seek and you will find. Luke 11, 9 through 13. So I say to you, asking it will be given to you. Seeking you will find. Knocking the door will be open to you. For everyone who asks, receive. He who seeks, finds. And to him who knocks, the door will be open. Which of your fathers, if your son asks for a fish, will give him a snake instead? Or if he asks for an egg, will give him a scorpion? If you then, though you are evil, know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more will your heavenly father give the Holy Spirit to those who ask him? Jesus teaches us to pray that prayer requires a seeking heart. When we make the effort to get in touch with God, when we seek God in prayer, we are always rewarded. The reward is a gift of God's Holy Spirit to be our helper and our guide during whatever situations we find ourselves in during life. Ephesians 1, 13 through 14 tells us that in Christ we are sealed, in Christ we are redeemed, in Christ we are loved, in Christ we are adopted, in Christ we are chosen, in Christ we are a saint. Question, how often should I pray? As often as the language of prayer is in your heart, as often as you see the need of help, as often as you feel the power of temptation, as often as you make sensible of any spiritual descent or feel the aggression of a worldly spirit. So in my closing for this morning, what does the Bible say about prayer? First Thessalonians 5, 16 through 18. Rejoice always, pray continually, give thanks in all circumstances, for this is God's will for you in Christ Jesus. Luke 18, 11. Then Jesus told his disciples a parable to show them that they should always pray and not give up. And my last scripture on what the Bible says about prayer comes from Philippians 4, 6 through 7. Do not be anxious about anything, but in every situation, by prayer and petition with thanksgiving, present your request to God, and the peace of mind which transcends all understanding will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. And that is my lesson for today. Thanks for those who were listening. And hopefully you got some out of the lesson that you can use. And also, uh, I wanted to mention this. A lot of times we feel we're powerless. But we have power. And one of those powers is the power of prayer. Because no one has to hear us uh, verbally pray. No one has to know we're praying. We can walk and be praying. So remember, that is power in prayer. Thank you.